Beckham to crudely drawn swords. And we knew if we had our chance that we could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. Bleak. <laughs> so maybe he's doing a lot of work there. <laughs> Do you remember the gloaming episode? That was good. <laughs> no. Just thinking. Going for the full eight-minute version of American Pie. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> an increasingly William Shatner. Discourse, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before being launched into space. You do your little intro while I get one more can of beer. He's done an intro. That's just happened. <laughs> I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon. You can find me on Twitter, at Glenatron, and you can find the music that you will hear in the background throughout the show at crudelyformedchords.bandcamp.com. With me, as always, are the heroes whose antics have enlightened the world to some degree. And they are, in order of people who are here first and people who aren't here later. Hi, I'm Pete. I play Adam Eaglank, the gunslinger. I'm sexy James Hewitt. I'm Ali, and I play Enigma. Sexy James Hewitt. And I play Tristan T. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's all gone. I was trying to. Served you right. Gone horribly no. wrong. Unnecessary punishment for the thing I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> it seems very necessary to me. I'm Gwyn and I play Percy. When last we saw our heroes, who remembers what was happening when last we saw our heroes? I think we were on a call. That, that's what I thought. I do. We were doing a, a pattern rundown. We were doing a pattern check. Yeah, it was before you set off to make your way north to Arishar. You're just checking that everyone was okay. Yeah, I did I did think it was interesting that the night we recorded and we were like, what the fuck are we doing? The very next day we released the episode that was like, here's a massive long plan for an hour pretty much <laughs> that you guys have forgotten. I was like, oh, we did have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> you did have a good plan. Let's see what we can edit from that. I don't so, remember the plan. It was basically go to Arashar. That was it. Go north, stop. The dragon getting killed. Okay. In a nutshell. Let's go. Let's do it then. Yeah, that's it. Are we at but... Arishar now? <laughs> I mean, we said we're going there. Wow, it's so nice here. In Arishar. <laughs> it's just like I remember. That was quite the journey. What a lot of adventures we had in the last three weeks. Gosh, I mean, so many things happened on that adventure. <laughs> I don't think we could ever speak of them again, no. though. No one would understand. No, that, that's for us. That's for us to enjoy. <laughs> Season four. That's just for the road times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Part two was just for the Hawks. That's for the, the spin-off podcast, Cooley Drawn Sword Road Times. <laughs> <laughs> just for the real ones. <laughs> that's the Patreon content. <laughs> <laughs> Which includes a mashup of every time Stu opens a can. <laughs> so Tristan had used his Music Mundi Harmony of the World vision to perceive everyone. And among the things he had perceived was that Adam Eagleank is pure of heart, that Enigma 
is still a void of terrifying death magic. <laughs> Shag, marry, avoid! And that Percival Cleft's will is increasingly subsumed to the will of the swords that he carries. Oh, yeah! I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably yeah, fine. <laughs> Get some cream for it. Get I some mean, cream for it at Avishar. I mean, to a certain degree, that's the least of our worries at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and what man isn't condemned um, to follow his sword? She means penis. I mean penis. When Tristan turned his vision inwards... You Can you do that? Yeah, you just got to sort of grab the skin and just kind of... <laughs> Roll your eyeballs around. <laughs> oh, Trist- sorry, I was still thinking penis. Tristan had then turned his matrix vision inwards mm. and mm. rediscovered a certain amount of his own past that had, for some reason, been concealed for him up to this point. So I believe this is still the evening before you depart. I don't know for sure how much of that Tristan wants to share, whether there's anything he has to tell people about. I don't think, you know, that that's down to him. I think it's fair to say there's definitely an uh-oh moment. <laughs> Tristan, it, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine. Are you secretly a dragon? No, but I did learn some very interesting things from my time in hell that I'd forgotten about. Well, we don't have time for that now. Right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, in fact, no. He's so against going to hell, he's going to have to find the ramifications of what happened <laughs> out on his own. He's going to have to find out the hard way. Yeah. Suffice it to say, there's no such thing as Stockholm Syndrome. That was all the forgery. We're fine. Yeah, needless <laughs> to say... Like, whatever's happening in Adam World probably isn't related to anything I have or haven't done. Let's just leave it at that. It, it, like, if it had happened, it would have been an accident, but it didn't happen, so we're fine. Now I'm intrigued. If anything happened, it wasn't my fault, but nothing happened. Yeah, nothing, nothing happened. There were no fundamental changes to the world as we know it accidentally created. It's fine. Just... Uh-oh. Just chill. Did you accidentally play the devil's violin? But if there had if there had been, what kind of thing would it be? It, it, like, if there had, which there hasn't... Yeah. Which there hasn't, been, but... Which there hasn't, it would have been, yeah. like, kind of, like... It's hard to say. Hard to say. It's just kind of, like... Is it? Is it hard to say? It's pretty hard is it? to say. How hard is it to say? Mm. I mean, you're pretty good at saying things. Uh. Mm. No, dig deep. Well, just could you try saying it and then... Okay, right. So 500 years passed and it turns out that Ambiforax is quite chatty. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that. Let's not leave it at that. And it turns out I'm also quite chatty. Oh, did you bone Ambiforax? Right, so full disclosure. <laughs> Cards on the table. That's what we're after. Cards on the table. So... Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time chatting with Amber Forex, so I've learnt quite a lot of useful information. There, happy now? No. Well, tell us, tell us what it is. Tristan's gonna pull his blanket up over his, up round his neck, and just close his eyes. Night, everyone. <laughs> but from now on, you're not allowed to criticise Enigma for not relaying information. <laughs> yeah, but this is it. Tristan's not a, an information hoarder. I'm enigmatic. So I learnt where the royal came from. That's quite cool. Oh, uh, okay. 
Oh, right, okay. Where did that come from? Yeah, that was what happened when one of Amber Forax's sisters, I think it was his sister, uh, just wanted to stop living, and she basically became the royal because of the magic that was, you know, destroyed. Long story short, it it seems like we're not going to be able to beat... We can't destroy Amber Forax. He is kind of fundamental to the universe. So trying to think of the other thing because you know ben did say write this down and i thought nah it'll be fine (laughs) and then it was three weeks later when we hadn't recorded and i was like oh i've forgotten a lot more than i remember i don't need to write things down when i have lager (laughs) let me just sink another can to make sure it sticks like the the thing is he's not a bad dude he's he's just no he's not bad bad like He's, he, you know, he, he kept me I mean, he's got a good side. He can be really sweet. He got me flowers <laughs> the other week. But you, like, like he said, you know, he's kind of like, when you've got that much power, then it's not it's not about good and evil. He's, see, he's been around since the beginning of time. He's seen empires rise and fall. It's just kind of what happens in the world. So what is it about? What is it about then? What, do, what What's what bit about? If it's not about good and evil, then what is it about? It's just kind of like nature and the way it works and just kind of, you know, it's... I'm, just trying to, I'm also trying to remember here as we go. I, I remember the main point. But they corrupt nature. This makes perfect sense in regard to Tristan trying to rediscover exactly. memories. I'm, I've, I've remembered, I've forgotten a lot of what we chatted about. But you you now have recollection of these conversations, and perhaps more will come back to you as you go on. Yeah. Probably in between episodes as these go out, and you start to hear back that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I can say is that we def- I definitely have a sense of him. Oh, oh, we did discover that it was the other... There, I think there were 12 of the Fae. There were seven, and then one that was it. got... Seven. One got a moon thrown at her and turned into uh, the royal. That was it. Yeah, so she wanted off. And I, I did try and I, I did try to distract Amber Forax by um, getting him to take up crochet, but he wasn't interested. He was more interested in something else a little bit more specific. <gasps> knitting. And that, it, it was like knitting. It was more McCrami. kind of the fundamental magic of the world that I'm able to manipulate. That's it. That's all he wanted to know about, really. And I may or may not have accidentally taught him how to do it. It's just... um, Whoops. Night, guys. Night, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So... So, The next morning, as you all... (laughs) (laughs) No more discussion. We're all fine with it. (laughs) We'll continue in the morning, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, <clears throat> by the way, yeah. check your character sheet. There is a new move on there. Oh, good, because I've got about seven new moves I need to take. You remember all those times we were like, we've leveled up, we've got new abilities, and me and you were like, let's write these spells out, and we just never do. Yeah, well, you've got, um, you've got, I think, a couple there that have been for a little while, but you may not be aware of. What's it called? Self-sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> Change it! Oh, God. Let me just have a quick... Oh, no, don't read it. That was me uh, rolling it. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Hold on. You can fuck up nature. Spoiler alert. Oof, jeez. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, so... uh, Basically, the long and short of it is... um, 
there is. You're on their side now. <laughs> no, but I, there is potential, I think, to get him to Join help us. Okay. Like the long and the short of it is that he's he's bored. He's he's done it all. He's seen it all. He has incredible power. He has literally seen the rise of gods and and demons or whatever you want to what would you want to call it. He's a fundamental power to the universe that I don't think we can beat, but we can use that to try and join. I, I guess trying to work. At least we know we we can't destroy it, so we can try and find other ways of guiding him. Like it. Unfortunately, yes. I I thought I was I was understanding something about his world that could be useful, but because he's a an mm. entity that has lived many 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 lifetimes more than mine, he was in fact playing me, which is a shocker. <laughs> I'll get you wouldn't have seen that coming, honestly. It caught us all by surprise. Um, so, but I do I sh- I've got a feeling anything he tries to change, I'm going to be able to sense. I think. And I don't know how much he can do with what I taught him by mistake. Probably nothing. You taught him how to manipulate the harmony of the world. Yeah! When you phrase it like that, it's not ideal. You know, it, <laughs> it, it sounds like a bad thing, but you, you know, Adam, you don't really... I didn't tell him about the Hawks. Oh, we did talk about you, Enigma. Well, not you, your um, Daddy Ghost Pig. <laughs> what? Well, not all of them. He the was books, talking about Daddy you. Ghost Pig. And he, he, I didn't tell him your secret weaknesses, everybody, like he wanted. Good. Mm. Bet you did. <laughs> no, but... It... Bet he gave you a pint of snake bite black and you just vomited so all So this up. all happened... It's... This all happened while you were in hell. Yeah, which I had forgotten until now. Okay. And that's why I've been so keen to go and get the little book back, because there's quite a lot more information and, like, power in there. Like, it's it's hard to describe it as hell, but it's constantly changing. And over the years I was there, as you'll hear in the few episodes, <laughs> it, it, it's always changing and he's always kind of doing stuff. But he's not, he's not necessarily motivated by being nasty for the sake of being, being nasty. So I, I did feel like I, I got us a lot of info on him and I feel like I've got a better understanding of where he is and what he's doing, which I've forgotten a lot of and I'll remember as we go through listening back to the episode. <laughs> so we know what his favourite colour is and now he and knows he how to control the, the universe. That we go. gets it. <laughs> What's his favourite colour? Oh, I've forgotten. It's probably black. This is Amethorax, and his favourite colour is purple. <laughs> we don't even know his favourite colour, then. <laughs> just, uh... He's really fond of ice cream and long walks along the pier. I seem to remember I was asking, because I tried to ask about... Oh, to be honest, I, sh- I should have written it down. If only I'd written it all down in a book if only that I had somewhere. <laughs> ben had mentioned it. Still, time well spent. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly a, a deliberate... You know, I, I thought I was getting us some little tricks. I thought I was trying to... Yeah, should have seen that one coming, to be fair. I sort of walked straight into that. But we'd already established that the uh, whatever we planned to do wasn't necessarily working. So, hmm. But it also might mean that he is the reason... Uh, see, I don't know. I don't know if Adam's problem is related to Ambiforex or not, to be fair to you. Okay. As in, Ambiforex fiddling with the world is the person who encouraged those dudes with the broken wheel. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it is. It seems too small fry for him. Like, who doesn't love a cult though? 
Yeah, it's tricky. I'm I think... interested in Ambi Thorax's sister's death, seeing as she seems to have died, broken a big piece of the world, and turned into a big swirly round thing. This is the other thing that is she basically had done it all. Like say, yeah, does that is that something that sort of rips through to Adam's world or something? Um, and uh... unsure. I didn't think to ask that at the time, to be honest. Throw you in, see if you pop out the other side. But or you were busy. I was so, I was trying to escape, so. get back to you guys, and I thought, what's the best yeah. way I can do this? I know what Anne Beforax wants. Yeah, <laughs> all of our secrets. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I it's, yeah, all right. it's all right. It's all right. I mean, you succeeded. You got back. You know. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. When I'm back. Oh, and he did say that he'll look out for me when I return to my own time. So that's something. You know, I've made a buddy. Look mm. out for you. Yeah, there's a lot. You, you'll hear it. There's a lot of other bits, but I think I got a lot of information basically that will be useful. Yeah, that will come up at some. Yeah, point. and it may not. It just it may be less useful than not giving him the power to control reality. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, you are packing out to make your way back to Arishar. I'm just picking up here because otherwise we'll go around in circles. I think we've established the core mm-hmm. salient facts. Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah, we have. I, I, I can't dig myself out of a hole that's just, I'm just <laughs> digging deeper, let's be honest. So, the next morning, our heroes are making their way out of the pass, packing up their little camp, loading up their gear. I guess that probably you're having, you're stopping for a leisurely breakfast before you go anywhere. Of course. Always. Because that's how you all roll. And so you end up travelling over the path. So there's Sararamanthi and Ellen travelling with you. They have their own horses, a couple of pack horses too, carrying their gear. And then you have you four, Aquarius and Wing, who are all travelling on BB Horn. Yes. Yeah, just with your big buddy, who's super happy to have been eating trees. Yeah, he's like lumbering less. Does he have his own theme? I I haven't written one, but he might end up getting one. That's the kind of thing that happens. And so, the day passes, it's a little grey in the morning, the sun comes out in the afternoon as you come over the western side of the pass and down into the valley. And so it's early evening as you make your way down to Farndale, um, the fortified town on the west side of the valley. Adam, you haven't seen it before. Farndale is a fairly small town, walled town and the walls to it have been broken in several places and much of the town is in ruin but when you came in on your way here from Farmouth you were greeted by some locals who had heard of you and were happy to see your return as you come down now it seems very still and quiet. You don't see anyone there. And all the doors are locked. Or not locked, but everything's closed up. There's no people around. The car coming down in the early evening. The sun's just setting. So 
what are you looking to do? Are you going to push on or are you going to pause in this area or do some other unexpected and weird thing? <laughs> uh, option C, please, <laughs> Okay, we're putting on a musical. <laughs> did we actually leave someone here who actually likes us? I don't think we did. Yeah, they liked you. They liked us. Oh, is this the town we gave loads of gold to? No, that was Farmouth right down at the end of... Hang on a second. Is there a map that we... This is on me. I put you on the wrong map. Hey. So, yeah, this is where you met some people who were pleased to see you. Didn't hate us. Yeah. Did they still like us when we left? Yes, they also still liked you when they left. I thought we trampled their lands or something and ate all the trees. No, because you're going up to eat the trees on the path. They didn't mind that. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, there's, there's the other thing, I guess, Adam. Around midday, you passed the wall that you saw Kellek raise. Oh, wow. And it now had, like, a little burnt-out building against one side and a gateway in it, but it was recognisably the same wall. And as you come down the west side, this is the pathway that you'd travelled up with the group in the distant past. And you can see it's still like a similar skyline. Some of the crags are changed and rocks have fallen away. But the fundamental shape of the landscape is very familiar. Mm. But also you're looking out on a less wild land, on a more homely country in this era. It doesn't seem to have been as ravaged until you get down to this town where it's clearly seen war and carnage relatively recently. So yes, you're coming down here what are you doing as you rumble your way down so we're there farndale yeah i said we don't have any particular business in farndale do we no you don't so we just want you to walk through it so uh yeah so as do that. you pass through everywhere's shuttered and closed up you don't see any signs of absence but it looks like the whole place is completely knocked down yeah what is that it doesn't look like buildings are empty, just closed up. Let's uh, let's go knock on the door of uh, somewhere official looking. Okay, yeah. Or, or a tavern. Yeah, there's there's a tavern there and the door is locked. And when you knock, you hear a voice from the other side going, Did they knock before? Did they knock before? And a moment later, you hear, Who, who is it? Uh, it is I, Percival Cleft, your saviour. It's our saviour, Percival Cleft. <laughs> oh God, I feel I've got it too strong on this. You've got nowhere to he go with this. This is the saviour. <laughs> we tell him we've already got one. I should have done some expectation management. Oh, thank goodness. He'll see them off. All right, we've got a real problem here. Why, why don't you let us in? Or at least open the door? No, we can't open the door. Well, take your hand away from your <laughs> mouth when you're speaking to me then. It's for you! <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll come in. They'll get in. You can't open the door. Okay, well, um... We'll I mean, we're literally stood outside, so... Seems fine. Enigma, you notice something glinting on the street a little way up. What are you doing? I'm going to go towards it completely without any kind of caution and find out what it is. That's very wise. It might be worth stealing. It might well be. And you realise as you get closer that it's like a silvery line in the air about maybe three feet above the ground. Like a tripwire? It looks almost like a tripwire, but it, then you realise it doesn't connect to anything. Ah. Can I... I'm going to pick something up like a stray apple 
and throw it at it and see if it cuts into pieces like in um, Muskerhounds. So you throw something at it. Yeah, give me a Defy Danger on Dexterity. Okay. A direct hit. Your apple flies true towards it. And as it does, the line actually swings like it's moved. And the apple is sliced in two. And it starts moving towards you. Ah, uh, the apple? No, this this line. Oh, God, the apple's haunted! <laughs> uh, that's more of a worry. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's some kind uh, of pomme de terre. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> it has been months since oh, I've done that joke. No. <laughs> actual fanfare by this point. You need to edit cheering and like, eh, clapping out every time it comes up now. Like you say, a fanfare. Um, Adam, what are you doing? You, while while Percy's talking to this door, what are you up to? I'm taking in the scenery. I do have one eye on Enigma because I feel a bit guilty that I was short with her. <laughs> so I'm sort of looking for a moment. When? I don't remember that. What a bastard. So I am sort of keeping an eye on her. Yeah, cool. So you see her throw an apple at something in the air and the apple is suddenly severed in two. And as it is, you see a little glint like a hint of moonlight on a blade. Uh, okay. Can I discern realities? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Give me that roll. Okay, so yes, so as you investigate this situation and so what's adam doing to investigate it i've got like a little um sort of magnifying glass lens that i brought up oh right yeah yeah so you can't but i look through yeah, when the weird cool. stuff and it it shows chaos magic with like an aura or something i don't know why i've never used it before but okay <laughs> but it's good it's cool to have I you just had it. it in your pocket you put a different jacket on forgot it was there I need very much a one coat guy. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, basically. <laughs> but a lot of pockets. So, what what do you want to know? Uh, okay, so I can ask you one question. One of the standard questions, yeah. What is about to happen? Hmm, good question. You see this line and shimmer of light approaching Enigma, and then having kind of keyed into it, uh, perhaps your lens brightens things a little bit. Yeah. You notice that there are other glimmers around as well, and they're approaching from different directions. There seems to be quite a lot of them. Yeah, so what is going to happen is that whatever these are is approaching you, and they are coming both ways up the street. So you're kind of surrounded. Meanwhile, Percy, Mm -hmm. from the other side of the door, he says, No, we're absolutely beset by ghosts. Um, Hang on a Second, I'm going to um, have a little look around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Percy rolls a 13 on Ghost Seer. Nice. So you can see... The ghosts! (laughs) Interact with ghosty, insubstantial or extrapanal entities. Got some kind of uninvited poltergeist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks like hmm. the place is filling up with soldiers. Oh, right. Do these. Now you're looking with ghost vision. These are. This is like a ghost army. Yeah. But it isn't 
this is an army of ghosts from a thousand armies. These aren't like units where this isn't the same a, an army unit that died up the road. No, this is. Some of them have similar uniforms. Some of them have completely different uniforms. They seem to come from different peoples and different times, but they all seem to be coming together. So how many ghosts are we looking at here? So as you look up past Enigma, you can see at least maybe a hundred before they fade into a kind of mist beyond. And in the other direction, similar, maybe slightly fewer. A lot of ghosts though. Really a lot. A lot of ghosts. More ghosts than you've ever seen in one place. And you've been to the Land of the Dead. Wow. And you're a ghost seer. Yeah. Yeah, like ghost seeing is like your job. (laughs) And we've been ghosts. More ghosts than even Tristan was that time. Okay, so (laughs) this um, this house that we are sort of stood out the side of um, and sort of knocking on the door of. uh, How big is it? Is it a modest homestead or is it like a massive saloon? No, it's it's like a small pub. You know, it's like probably got a living room sized room in there, maybe. Okay. Um, oh, I thought you were going to kick down the door. I am going to call over to these guys then um, and relay what I've seen. Um, there's a lot of ghosts in this village. And they love cutting up apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to draw out a circle of protection around this house, so hold them off and make sure they don't disturb me doing I'll that. I'll get them to help me make a fruit salad. You're going to draw around the house? Why don't you just draw a little circle and we'll just stand in it? Well, it depends how good you are at holding them off, doesn't it? That, yeah. The circle might get a lot smaller. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll start big and yeah. work my way down. Yeah, so one of the things that is a bit weird about it is you've been ghost and insubstantial. You wouldn't have necessarily been able to cut physical things. But I guess Tristan and Percy know that, and they weren't necessarily the ones noticing apples being cut up by these blades. Would a pair not... That's it. They're ghosts. It's fine, Percy. We know, They can't do anything to us. We know that. We've been ghosts. Mm. <laughs> not, not all ghosts are made equal. <laughs> yeah, so as they start to approach Tristan... Actually, I think Adam discerned realities, so you're probably pretty sharp on this. So as Percy gives this instruction you can see these flickers around you don't have a clear picture what are you doing uh i'm gonna shout uh enigma and then having (laughs) adam uh i'm gonna glob this lens in the air and i'm gonna do a trick shot to shoot it so that the dust scatters onto the ghost so they're more visible Oh, that's very clever. That's not a fruit! (laughs) No, but in fairness, he's shooting it. Very cool. So Adam just flings it into the air, pulls his gun, shoots, and what happens on the roll? Trick shot. On a seven to nine, we choose one. How much aim do you have right now? Do I get, like, plus one forward for the... Uh, What did you roll? You rolled an eight. You do get plus one forward, yes. Okay, so my aim is one. So that's a nine. Which is no better. Doesn't make it. But my aim is one, so does it that make it up? Oh, okay. So does that push it over into ten? I rolled two d six plus something plus one. So maybe I already added it. Yeah, I think you have it already. Okay. I mean, I guess it could be argued that you are sacrificing something important by destroying this eyeglass. Yeah. Yeah. 
Although you did literally pull that out of your ass a moment ago. True. <laughs> <laughs> but it does it does mean it does mean he can't use it again. So. Yeah, so I feel I've made up for my uh, chicanery. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying a price for it now. Okay, great. So it bursts out into this cloud of shining dust, and you do do see it now, like patched over arms and bodies and the shapes of heads a little like glitter <laughs> glittery ghosts but if you imagine like glitter like slightly suspended through as well so it's not just on surfaces but it allows you to delineate a little more because it's attracted to some of the magic within them so yeah you these attacks on your side are not going to come out of the blue now but also, what has happened is that the noise of your shot has really drawn all of their attention to you. Yeah, yeah. So they're super interested in you right now. Yeah, yeah. Enigma, Adam just called, and there's ghosts around. What are you doing? I am going to see if we can hurt them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I great. think it's the only option. Um, so I suppose, are they really close, or are they... Have we still got a little while till they come and kick our asses? They've got a little bit to close, but not very much. You know, you were throwing an apple, but I doubt you were throwing it that far. Okay. Um, in which case, I'll have a quick go with the great bow and see if I can at least get somebody's eyeball. I haven't shot an eyeball for a while. You haven't shot an eyeball. And Sorrow's not loving this because it's kind of a bit... Spooky. Honestly, it's a bit late in the day and a bit spooky and it's a bit unnatural. He's not loving it. Is he a bit too freaked out to, to kind of dive bomb them or... Um... I think he probably is, yeah. He yeah. Can't, he can't see them as clearly either because it's kind of getting... It's a bit gloaming-y. Do magpies not have good night vision? No, they roost like mm. most birds. You're thinking of owls. Roost. He's not an owl. Right. Thinking of bats. <laughs> yeah, also not a bat. <laughs> yeah, I can see why you confuse magpies and bats. So... You're taking this shot. I think this is a volley. Volley. But are you are you like backing up to join the rest of the hawks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you shooting from where you stand? Okay, good. So Enigma's car backing in towards Percy's circle. There's a lot of them. I'm not going to gain anything by just, you know, doing a crowd surf on a whole load of ghosts. It's not yeah. really going to do the trick. I suspect they couldn't catch me. Or if they can, I'm in trouble. Sure. Okay, give me your damage roll. Let's see how this works. Pow! Boom! Yeah, that is a savage shot. Turns out I can hurt them. Well, the trouble is, you can't really see. Like, maybe you hurt them, but your arrow car goes through this mist and parts it and skitters through, but you can't tell whether any of them are struck down because you're only seeing the like edge of a blade or occasionally now you see a hint of armour in the moonlight. So we should be trying to hurt them, hurt their feelings as well, just in case. Might be wise, yes. Just make a point of being really, really horrible about how they're dead and we're not, just in case... <laughs> just in case the arrows don't hurt. Just in case sticks and stones don't hurt. Names. They might do the trick. Maybe names. Maybe if you can find their true names. Stinky poop, ghost face. 
That'll learn him. Tristan. Aye. Percy begins Percy begins marking this circle. He says around the whole house approaching from both sides. What Percy does is Percy's business. <laughs> so all he needs is for you to hold off an army of ghosts. Um, how hard can that be? How are you going about that? Yeah, you can rewrite reality, come on. Sing a catchy ditty. Or you could tell somebody who's a baddie the re- how to rewrote reality. I mean, yeah. you could do that, maybe. That may have no impact on the story going forwards. That's all I can say. It seems so unlikely. I will first off, Matrix Vision. Let's see what these bad boys are doing. And specifically, I'm going to be looking to see where Enigma and Adam have been shooting their shooting their mouths off to see if we've got any results. <laughs> Okay, so you can, to start with, you can see the outlines of some of these figures where Adam has covered them in shattered lens glitter. Whatever. Oh, if they get that in the throat, it's going to really hurt. Yeah, it's going to be bad. They're going down, mm. isn't it? Um, but, yeah, so you can see an outline there. You, okay, so give me a music and Mundi. Let's see I'm what happens. I'm pretty sure I can just Matrix Vision without rolling. Pretty sure that's been established. We do it sometimes with discern realities. You could roll that if you want to. Yeah, I'll roll it. Also, I'm pretty sure we've never had to roll. Where's it gone? You no, that's what I know what you're sh- sure of, but you're not correct. Okay. And I get plus one forwards because of reasons. That's not what happens. <laughs> so, what what one question do you want to have answered? Wait, that's not what I was doing. We were just rolling that. Okay, so so you're looking for whether Enigma has harmed them. I just wanted to basically see them in their harmonious form rather than yeah, in their ghost yeah. form. So their harmony form is... They aren't the same kind of death magic that Enigma does, which is weird to start with. Mm. And they are also... There is something about them... There's something dissonant about them, which is like the harmony twisted, and in a way that you find a little bit familiar. Mm. Is it familiar to the that creature we found, or in another way? Another way, another way. Yeah, great. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna quickly uh, try and let's say, uh, fellow ghosts. <laughs> Over here, look at me! I mean, if I can get their attention, I can communicate with them. Yes. Three ghosts come hurrying over to you. Friends, friends, gather close! Come in, quick! Roll a d6. What? Roll a d6. Okay, this isn't going to be a good d6, I think. DM says you're going to die. Roll a d6. <laughs> ah, average. <laughs> okay, take three damage that ignores armour. As a uh, spiritual blade cuts through and slices into your body. That's pretty much the opposite of what I was asking <laughs> you to do. But... violin.